0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the BJUI podcast. I'm Julia Lane. And I'm Irene Crescens. We're both Neurourology and Pelvic Reconstruction Fellows in the Department of Urology at the University of Michigan in Ann
1: Arbor, Michigan. Today we are reviewing the article titled, Cluster Analysis of Multiple Chronic Conditions Associated with Urinary Incontinence Among Women in the USA, by Dr. Markland and the group out of University of Alabama at Birmingham. This article builds on data published by Dr. Markland in 2011, showing that the population is aging and the prevalence of both urinary incontinence and chronic medical conditions is increasing. The aim of this work was to understand how the comorbidities impact the rates and types of urinary incontinence and identify the potential patterns in an attempt to find a modifiable risk factors.
0: This study uses data from 2005 to 2012 from the U.S. Center for Disease Control's National Health and Nutrition Examination Cross-Sectional Survey, otherwise known as NHANES. For this survey, participants are interviewed in their homes, and a select few have labs and exams performed. Patients included were women greater than 20 years old who had urinary incontinence with and
1: without comorbidities. Patients were asked about self-reported urinary incontinence and the amount of incontinence. The answer to these questions uh, was combined to calculate a severity score. Patients were also asked about the type of urinary incontinence, stress versus urge. If a respondent answered yes to both of those questions, they were listed as having mixed incontinence. Twelve chronic conditions were identified, and a two-step cluster analysis was used to classify women um, who were similar to each other with respect to these 12 comorbidities. What is a cluster analysis?
0: Cluster analysis groups women who are like each other based on chronic conditions. The two-step cluster analysis procedure is a tool designed to reveal natural groupings within a data set that would not otherwise be apparent. In this study, they clustered women based on their sets of comorbidities and then compared the rates of incontinence, subtypes, and severities between clusters.
1: There are a few points to make about the methods. First, the sample includes only community-dwelling women, so there is a selection bias since adults living elsewhere, such as rehabilitation centers or nursing homes, are excluded from this data. Second, the data from 2005 to 2012 is already about six years old and may not be representative of today's population. That being said, it looks like the most recent data available for urology is 2013 to 2014.
0: Another big point is that these are all self-reported symptoms, therefore there is a risk for both recall and reporting bias when it comes to both urinary symptoms and the patient's comorbidities. However, it is nice that the authors take advantage of the exam and labs performed by the NHANES survey when available to bolster the self-reported symptoms.
1: With these points in mind, let's take a look at the results. A total of 3,800 women with urinary incontinence were included. In the analysis, only 11% of women who reported urinary incontinence had no comorbidities. These women were not included in the cluster analysis. They tended to be younger, with an average age of 39 years, and have lower BMI than other groups. The rates of stress, urgency, and mixed incontinence in this group is not reported, but over 85% had mild urinary incontinence symptoms.
0: From the cluster analysis, four groups emerged. Hypertension, diabetes, and depression were the variables which had the most impact on clustering in this model. Here's a brief overview of the clusters. The cardiovascular risk uh, younger cluster was the smallest group, representing only 8%, and had the youngest women with mean age of 47. This group had the highest proportion of pure stress incontinence, about 43%, and the highest proportion of mild symptoms, about 65% among the four cluster. The
1: largest cluster was the multiple chronic conditions cluster, representing nearly 40% of women. Notably, this cluster also represents the oldest women with an average age of 61. Compared to other clusters, this group had the largest proportion of women with mixed incontinence and severe symptoms. A multivariable analysis for the
0: incontinence subtype, the cardiovascular disease risk younger group had the highest odds of having urgency incontinence and the multiple chronic disease group had the highest odds of reporting pure stress and mixed incontinence. In terms of incontinence severity, the asthma group had the highest odds of having mild symptoms, whereas the multiple chronic disease group had the highest odds of having severe symptoms. It's important to note that the multivariable analysis was adjusted for age, which we already know know affects the subtypes and the severity of incontinence.
1: In summary, this is an interesting exploratory work using cluster analysis to confirm significant overlap of multiple chronic conditions with urinary incontinence. It found that even controlling for age, parity, and demographics, women with multiple chronic conditions have an increased odds of developing stressed and mixed incontinence and of having severe symptoms. It highlights that only 11% of women with incontinence don't report any comorbidities and emphasizes the association of chronic illness with incontinence. When reading this article, it's important to interpret it within the context of its limitations, which included selection, recall, and reporting bias.
0: Overall, this is a great use of nationally available data. The data is applicable to the patients we see in the clinic and gives urologists a new way to stratify uh, to risk stratify patients. Despite the fact that it doesn't show causation or offer specific targets for incontinence prevention or treatment, it does help us identify which patients are at higher, highest risk of developing severe symptoms. We look forward to further research from this group.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of BJUI podcast from the University of Michigan.